Happy Monday, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets. Powered by Betsford's, we are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always, Mr. Andy Molitor. What a fun weekend of football. It's, you know, not necessarily better than the weekend before, but what an awesome last six games before the Super Bowl we've had. Condolences to everyone, including myself, who got to see those 49ers futures that you thought were dead and then were really live fall apart, sort of. I mean, what a fun game. What did you think of the weekend overall? Yeah, a little disappointing that last game was not decided on the final play, as the five previous games were decided with a, a walk-off field goal and or touchdown. Pretty amazing to have that much drama. And really, there was drama late. I've seen some people saying that game wasn't actually that fun. I don't know. Like, they're all fun. It's playoff games. They're exciting. And yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy G just lobbing. You knew that was coming. Like, him just lobbing him up when he was under pressure or half sacked. Like, eventually it was going to happen. And it's funny, if you go back and watch that play, the cornerback is tackled by a defensive lineman on the return to, like, uh, his own teammate tackles him. Just be like, get down, buddy. Don't do not do something silly and fumble this while you're trying to get these last 10 yards to the end zone. So if you had the plus three and a half, which I said was probably a little bit of value, you go watch that and think that uh, – I, I can't think of who it was. but and It was funny to watch. It was a lineman or a linebacker. A big I think it was. Tackled him. The whole thing, I mean, so I was sitting watching with, with um, my uncle and my brother who generally don't watch a ton of football, and they're like, all right, this is going to be a fun last drive. And I was like, no, it's not. This is not how the 49ers win football games. They need to be ahead at this point. Um, this is going to be bad. And I didn't think it would be so bad that Garoppolo would, would you know, get kind of just taken over and throw a pick. But to get to watch that play, too, like, that was that was awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. And and really, what, what it came down to was that drop pick by Tart. Like, Jesus, play center field. All I have to do is just – I mean, that was a punt return at that point. Or he just – I don't know. He just – he decided to get his hands together too soon, and that was a that was a massive, massive play. But yeah, the other game was fun. I don't understand quite what it was about the second-half adjustments for the Cincinnati Bengals, but, Christ, they were good. And really, I mean, it was – you got to put a little of that on Kansas City too. That game felt so over. Like, oh, my God, is this going to be 56-3? to like they're just marching, everything's working. They're taking what they can get. They're catching every ball. Everything's clicking. It's going to be twenty-eight to three here at half, and then they don't get that last drive. They punt on the first drive in the second half, and from there, it's, three points. Yeah, yeah, real, real weird second half. But uh, the most important part of the weekend is the deep dive halftime shows remained undefeated with halftime picks, as it was Rams second half for us. And yeah, it's like six. No, we haven't done all the games six, seven, eight. No, God, who knows where we're at right now? But Whatever, I'm very man. excited. I'm very excited. Did you grab anything early? I noticed you were talking a little off the air about some props. Um, there were some markets at three and a half. I got up to five. It's bounced back a little and back and forth. It seemed to have settled on a four. Bookmaker was quick to up the limits once it found it's a bit of a stasis. So if you want, I think you can bet about 50 grand on the side at this point. And, uh, it is minus four, 49 and a half. Totals come down a little bit. Yeah, I haven't grabbed anything yet. We'll talk about some props later in the week. There's a certain thing I love to do every Super Bowl, and I'm sure we'll pick a day and go through them all. But I think this particular Super Bowl will be good for it. Um, I generally love to hammer um, the early unders, first quarter unders, those scores, first five, six, seven, eight minutes, whatever it is. These Super Bowls are always super clunky. And, I mean, just from the general point in the game, 
How do you not bet Joe Burrow? I mean, I'm going to go through. I've been saving my prop swap deposit bonus. I think I'm going to try to see if anybody's trying to sell like a Bengals Super Bowl future or something here and see if I can find a better way to get a Bengals money line that way somehow. But how do you just – I mean, it's – at the end of the day, a lot of it's about quarterbacks. The, you know, the coaches both have shown – we know McVay is really good. Taylor has had a great season and continues to kind of adapt. And then it you know, comes down to the quarterbacks, and it's Burrow versus Stafford. And not that Stafford had a bad game, but he sure tried to give it up a couple times. I mean, it just yeah. – how do you go against Joe? Yeah, I'm, I'm wearing orange today, actually. Look at me. I guess I'm a Bengals backer. I don't have a real strong take. I think it's probably a good number, but yeah, I feel like Cincinnati, I'd be putting half of it on the money line as well. Yeah, I, I think you definitely got to take some money line. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? I mean, if, if the what, do you, what did you think of the number? I mean, were you pretty close to three, four? It's fair. Yeah. Like, I think every Super Bowl number ever made has been very good. Like, they they're, always just, they're always just really good lines. Like, this is except when the Seahawks were underdogs to the Broncos <laughs> one year. That was a mistake. Yeah. That was a that was not a not a good line. If you look at the final score, Jesus Christ, worst. I don't know the Rams Patriots Super Bowl where there was just no scoring was very boring to watch, but that that uh, one where the first snap went for a safety, I believe that was the one Broncos. <laughs> that was that was a rough hang. So hopefully this one is highly entertaining and we have a good game here in two weeks. A lot of time to talk about it. Like Alex said, we'll go over some props. We'll talk about some stuff. Patrick already brought up the one. If you like this one, second half scoring is higher than first half scoring. Bet that now. Ooh. That never gets bet the other way. Like that, it's minus one ten. He says that'll be higher once game. Up right now, I am going to bet that right now. Yeah, that that's something. That's something that's going to happen, and that that always does get steamed that way. Um, Bit of a light week. Alex warned me. There's not much for WTA. We're going to have a couple guests. Felico will be on. Hopefully Wednesday, I think we're gonna have Matt come talk hockey tomorrow, and maybe maybe an ATP guest or a UFC guest. We'll we'll think of something fun. We don't bet a whole lot on this show and get somebody in later in the week because it's gonna be a little little bit a little bit of a light week. There's no football this weekend. We can start talking NFL for next week, but we have all next week too, and then there's no real WTA. So it's gonna be a basketball and guest heavy week, and we will start in the America East. This got me thinking about <laughs> previews. Like it's it's almost that time of year, about a month here, and I need to start working on uh, conference tournament previews. The America East is one I never get right because I always take an underdog, and Vermont always wins anyway. So I I think I think I just got the wrong one. The one year that uh, Baltimore <laughs> County made it, you know, I picked like an underdog, and that was the year that UMBC made it. So I think I'm over for three on. America That's East the conference place. where Vermont's like the overwhelming favorite every year. Yeah, do you know Mungo um, Mungo Jerry? One of my least the, favorite in, songs of all time. You, I know you hate the song, but you've seen him. <laughs> yeah. you know he has big, a lot of big bushy facial big, hair. Dumb looking guy. They used to have a they used to have a player. I can't think of the guy's name. He was there for like six years, but Vermont had a player who looked a lot like him, had some fun facial hair like that. That guy was just trucking. Like he was a very good player. It'll come to me sometime. But uh, yeah, the America East, I never have done well in the previews, but uh, it's a one I do like to dabble in, especially on a weird day like today. Today's schedule was pretty much just 
some light like Patriot League, America East, low-level conferences. There's like 15 makeup games today as well. So just about every conference on the on the planet has one game today. I didn't find a lot of value in those, but I did play a couple in in uh, like I said the AE Vermont over 130 and Maine under 135. I think these caught a little steam off the overnights. I try not betting into overnights because virtually nobody can get anything down on those, and those numbers aren't real to begin with. So this morning I did put these in on the BetSverts app. Hopefully better week than last week. I did end up in the positive, but it took a 5-0 Sunday to do it because it was a, you know, both Friday bets. I was 0-2 on Friday, and they were both trending the right way. And then Saturday I went like 9-12 and or 9-11. and it was just a, a real ho-hum weekend, and the juice gets to you. When you bet 20-some games and you end up just below 500, the juice that's where the juice starts to add up, and I needed a nice day yesterday to dig out. Two so hopefully a good week died. this week. Yeah, that's, that's that's how most bettors lose. Like Most bettors are just 50-50 guys who get juiced to, to beat the gills their whole life. But hopefully today goes good, and when's the All-Star game? I honestly have no idea. I think it's in February at some time. I should probably know this. Um, I just it, it made me I, think. I've looked it up casually a couple times. February 20th is the All-Star game. So, yeah, oh, just yeah, after yeah, Valentine's yeah. Day. I just yeah, kind of got, got worried because the All-Star game for hockey is right around the corner. There's not, like, hockey coming up. And I just mentioned how we're running out of sports. If this was coming around <laughs> in the next week or two, we'd be shit out of luck. But yeah, nice we'll slate tonight. Looks like you uh, – no totals tonight, huh? No, it's um, – the totals all look pretty on – on the level there were a couple spots i've been trying to look for overs we're back at one of those points where actual totals are exceeding kind of what the average closing totals are the last couple of days so should see some overs pop i was looking at maybe a king's knicks over um that number sitting around 213 right now uh, i might go back and bet that a little bit later it's just tough the knicks especially when they're favorites and at home can really kind of bury the pace um, that's actually down. I'm going to wait and see if that keeps dropping a little bit. If that gets to like 212, I'll probably bet the over there. Um, the other total, maybe Raptors Hawks was kind of tough. I do have a bet in that game, but I thought about the total. It's just getting the Raptors on the road and it's the last game of road trip there for them. And, um, yeah, not too many totals again, kind of lean with some of the overs here, but there were three sides that I liked. Again, I mentioned the Atlanta Hawks. They host the Toronto Raptors. Raptors in the last game of a road trip. Again, sort of looking forward to going back home. The Hawks pretty much at full health here. And I think we're getting the value of the market kind of overestimating the impact of what looks like a really bad schedule spot for the Hawks. This is a three and four. It's a back-to-back for them. It's, I think, a five and seven as well. But all those games have been at home. And most of those games have been, you know, pretty comfortable wins outside of, I think there was one game that was less than 10 points. You go back and look, the minute load has been pretty low. And again, as they're bringing players back, a lot of these guys are generally a lot more fresh than I think is expected here. So I have the Hawks three, almost four point favorites here. So Hawks minus one was even willing to place the minus two again, given the fact that the Raptors are in a really tough spot as well here. So look for a one, I'd play Hawks minus two or better. Um, Celtics minus three, grab this a little bit earlier. Um, looks like it's floated out to four. I'm going to draw the line there at four. The Miami Heat missing Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler. He's questionable, but he's questionable with an ankle injury off. Uh, really long game just the other day. I, I would be pretty surprised if he's on the floor 
Um, I don't know if they get him taped up and, you know, get the swelling down, honestly, in time for him to really be effective. The Celtics finally, you know, kind of at full strength here. They've been jolling a little bit, playing some much better basketball. I have them six-point favorites here tonight, so anything four or better looks pretty good. And then hold your nose and grab the points with the Houston Rockets. It was 11. It's 10.5. I think, honestly, anything 10 or better, um, maybe nine for a smaller play is pretty good here. A tough schedule spot for the Warriors. They start a road trip. This is the first night of a back-to-back. So looking ahead towards a game against San Antonio a little bit tomorrow. Draymond Green continues to be out. And they came off kind of a gritty win the other day over the Nets. Just a really tough schedule spot for the Warriors. And the Rockets finally healthy now. Looks like Kevin Porter Jr. is going to miss some time. Hopefully he has been kind of a negative um, both on the floor and in the locker room at this point. But overall, they've been keeping games pretty close. They continue to lose, but single digits over and over again. I have this closer to eight. So, again, anything 10 or better looks pretty good to me here. So, Hawks minus one, Celts minus three, Rockets plus 11. Rockets. Try to get you to, you try to get people to talk you out of the Rockets. Nobody could, nobody stepped up to the plate. It's just not a fun bet to make, but you go back and look, they've been really solid. And, you know, I see what's coming up next here on the screen, and there's a name that I see that's honestly a little bit triggering. I I may or may not have gotten a little overly involved in the golf on uh, Saturday and, Watched our buddy, who a lot of us had, have just 12 holes of opportunity to uh, grab the title and could get it done. There are things that people cannot change about their golf game. I don't know what it's going to take because Will Zalatoris said that, you know, he had like his putter was indented last year. I think that was him. I think he he's made several attempts to change some things about his putting. And I mean, he almost whiffed a putt. Like he toe pushed a putt yesterday or Saturday, rather. I've I've never seen someone come that close on the tour level to pulling their putter back and then having it come back to the ball at such an angle that you almost missed the ball, which would be great if you completely missed the ball. That doesn't I don't know if that counts. I think it counts with a full swing. I would love to see the the rules are so the the rules are very Byzantine and um, archaic in golf. That probably does count, but yeah, Will will be back. What stinks now is his price is even worse. I didn't bet him last week because I didn't get the best of the number, and everyone else did. And I'm like, well, I can't bet him at this price. He was, you know, way higher against a, a worse field a week or two ago, and I had a lot of FOMO, so it was hard for it was hard to cheer for Will Zalatoris, knowing I almost bet it. Um, but I was cheering for Noonan and you and anyone else who had him. And Luke List, I guess, good job, man. That was a really, really weird playoff to ever have. Two guys who essentially can't putt in, in what was going to turn out to be a putting contest on POA. And I don't know. Good job to Luke List. I don't think he'll probably ever win again. To stay warm for a couple hours like that. And, I mean, he he was the guy who made the late charge. We saw Rom get pretty close, but – that was the fun part about that course. I know a lot of people maybe didn't love watching it, but those last couple holes really set up for drama in that they're challenging, yeah. but there's both kind of the opportunity for reward there. I was secretly kind of cheering for Rom because I was kind of sick of watching Will just kind of almost lose over and over again. It's just, God, what a bummer. But there was great drama. Again, you got to give List a lot of credit. He was off the course, I think, for like two plus hours at that it, point. It was over two hours since. Yeah, that, you don't see that that often where a guy is able to make a charge and then none of the, the final groups are able to separate themselves. But yeah, it was over two hours from when he went into the clubhouse to when he had to come back out. So um, just flushes that wedge. That was such a nice job. Oh my God. Yeah. Good, good, good. Good job, Luke List. We had to ATT, Pebble Beach. 
pro-am another we're almost we're so close to the normal part of the schedule like where we play all four days on the same course where there's no where macklemore isn't playing with one of these guys you know it's going to be a goofy one you're going to have six hour rounds again and because it is a pro-am and it takes so long they're using three different courses so they're going to play what is it monterey spyglass and then the uh the normal the good one so three different courses again You'll probably if if you like betting first round leaders, I think they'll probably be first round leaders available on Monterey Pebble and Spyglass. So you can put three different sets of first round leaders in if you want. Um, I'm I haven't gotten deep into this yet, but the way Justin Rose has been playing and the way my prices are, this twenty five was a bit obscene. It's twenty at DraftKings. I think MGM has already taking this down to 22 i'm hunting around if i can find anything above 20 in this field like it's basically cantley is great Zalatoris is great justin spieth kind of speething a little already and daniel berger is hurt i don't know if daniel berger plays in fact i'm putting it at like even money that he withdraws from this tournament so this field strength is rough maverick mcneely being 28 to 1 that says a lot about the field strength there so justin rose at like 25 is a bad number considering how well he's played and how well he can play and then i did i did add um one small one so far too with cameron champ he's a guy that just was higher up in my model, higher up in my numbers, whatever you have, like just as far as birdies are bay, birdies are better gain. The the hitting the greens and regulation. These are kind of small greens. It's an easy shorter course, but they are pretty small greens, and it's Boa again. So somebody like him fits pretty well here, and I'll probably have a top twenty on him. This is the first week I'm going to bet. Like we said, not only am I excited about golf, I was last week. We just didn't have enough time because it started early, but this week. I'm excited about golf. We have enough time and we're a little short on content for the show. So expect a bunch of golf bets over the next three <laughs> days for me. And I'll probably put together my full card and end up posting that on, on the internet for you. I'm Love sorry, Alex, about Will. I'm sorry. It's okay. I mean, it's one of those things I have no, I didn't handicap it. It was a pick I got from somebody else, our buddy Cal. And I think James had him as well. So anytime both of them are on somebody, I'll generally tail him. I was kind of excited to sit down and watch, and it was kind of fun. And everybody, you know, again, like the seas parted for him. Everybody's kind of falling left and right, and he just couldn't hit a putt hard enough. There was maybe three or four putts he left an inch or you know a roll or so short of the cup. And someone that's watched a lot of golf and a caddy a lot and kind of coached people on this, you got to get the ball to the hole, especially in those moments. I mean, if you hit it a foot past the hole, it's only a foot coming back. I mean. It's just a shame he wasn't a little more aggressive, and hopefully he learns that. And it's a learning moment for him going forward, as opposed to, you know, something that's problematic. Truly, is the greatest sin, is leaving it short. <laughs> it's never it never goes it in when matter. you hit it short. It doesn't matter how good the line <laughs> is if you hit it a foot short. Literally, that's just how. That's just what geometry, physics, something, a little bit of both. It's it's some sort of uh, some sort of ology. Um, all right, call it a day. Quick talk about our sponsor. We thank PropSwap again. If you're in a state that allows you to sign up, there's still that 100% deposit match. You can grab yourself some Super Bowl futures for half price. You can get twice the odds if you take advantage of the deposit match. You can get some March Madness futures. You can get some, I don't know, Heisman, uh, MVP, Super Bowl MVP. There's plenty out there on the site. Brian, uh, 
Brian's been writing up some of the tickets he finds up there and posting them. You can check that out, BetSperts, uh on Twitter or BetSperts.com or the app. And right now, if you do deposit using promo code BetSperts, I'll send you a damn hat. So send a screenshot over to BetSperts Twitter, and Matt will take care of the rest. We'll get you a promo code, get you a hat. And it's your friend, Kel Naughton Jr., like I said, it's, I'm going to go through this afternoon. I'm going to grab a Bengals number here and, and kind of see what happens. I like the Bengals on the money line, and this seems just like a perfect way again to kind of turn this bonus. So, you know, if I could just take the money line as it is, plus 160, double it, I've got a really nice number, and hopefully I should be able to find some more value. There's got to be some big numbers out there. We'll see if people are charging. We'll go, we'll go shopping. We'll shopping. We'll check we'll back shopping. with you tomorrow, let you know what we found. Thanks for joining us. Hit the thumbs up in the YouTube. And we'll catch you tomorrow.